Hello and welcome to Law Pod, brought to you by Bryden's Lawyers. I am Lee Hedgemantelis, the principal of Bryden's Lawyers. And today's a very exciting day. Firstly, it's our first Law Pod recording since the pandemic lockdown. I'll have to do my best to try and remember how, how to do this. But we also are favoured today with a very special guest, someone that I've known for quite some time and in fact have worked with outside of Bryden's Lawyers, which is somewhat unusual in itself, and someone whom I, I regard very highly. And that is young Nathan Cook from the West Tigers. Good morning, Nathan. Welcome. Good morning. Thank you, Lee. Great to be here. All right. Now, Nathan, you are the Foundation and Community Manager of the West Tigers. That's right. All right. But before we get to that role, tell us a little bit about the Nathan Cook story. Where are you from? Where did you work before the West Tigers? Yep. So I grew up in the Blue Mountains. From there, when I left high school, moved up to the Gold Coast, studied up there. Was fortunate enough to get a gig as an intern at the Gold Coast Titans, uh, which was a good bit of fun living up there and, and working with the team there. After a couple of years, decided it was time to return to Sydney. Again, very fortunate the West Tigers gave me a shot in a membership capacity. So returned to the club, good few years there. At that point, I decided I wanted to experience a little bit more of the world. So I decided to move over to Spain, play a bit of rugby, enjoy siestas and sangria as one does in Spain. Upon return, ended up at a marketing agency, worked there for two years and was made redundant actually during sort of the first round of lockdowns back in 2020, which actually I'm incredibly grateful for. It provided me the opportunity to reset, think about what I was doing and where I wanted to be in life and very fortunately reached out to Justin Pascoe, CEO of the West Tigers, and he offered me the opportunity to come back to the club well to interview for this position and here we are today. Okay, well there's a couple of things that we need to pick up there firstly. (laughs) So you're from Penrith. Or the Blue Mountains, Blue Mountains sorry. Yes. Blue Ma- okay, well, that's Penrith, Penrith territory. Yes, okay, yes. so I'm assuming grew up a Penrith supporter? I did, I did. Okay. And in fact, the very first match they ever went to was West Tigers versus Penrith. Um, okay. I think well, West Tigers won that one. So. Well, I'm going to scrub that. That's, that's <laughs> gone from your resume. And you mentioned the Gold Coast Titans. Yes, yep. Okay, so how long did you work with them? Yeah, about two years, two seasons. Okay, yep. in what capacity? Uh, actually, marketing role. But I did a lot of work with the membership team, which which I'm yeah incredibly fortunate for because that's where you learn these sort of communications skills you're chatting to the people that are most passionate about the club so a really good start to my career in sport all right well i know that you were asked earlier today about your allegiance to the particular team <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming that accords with the club that you're working for at the time that's 100 percent correct okay yeah. so yeah. once you once you started working with the west tigers <laughs> your allegiances follow through big time yep yeah okay. at the end of the day west tigers are my team no matter who they're playing it's impossible not to be that way when you're so involved with the club you're tied to the outcomes of the club so it's impossible not to support them i, I think that's right i don't think you could put your heart and soul into the role itself if you didn't actually follow the club and were so tied into the success or otherwise of the club because so much of the success of the club on the field resonates in other areas off the field as well and no doubt in what you do big time i think i've always sort of had a a tendency to, to find myself in sales roles and i've always found it really tough to sell something unless you believe in it and i 100 percent believe in the west tigers what we're doing what we're building and i think that that comes through Okay. And I think, and I've never held a sales role, but I would think it would be easier to sell the product when the product is successful. And unfortunately, the West Tigers have not enjoyed a lot of success in recent years. But having said that, the brand is so big and so strong, I think it goes beyond that. I, I, I think the success or otherwise on the paddock is relevant, but I don't think is the defining feature of sales for the West Tigers because of the brand itself. Would, would you agree with that? 100%, yeah, 100% I'd agree. I think we are building something truly special at the club and whilst we haven't had the on-field successes that we would 
like and we're not shying away from that. Off the field, we're in an incredible strong position. We're about to move into a $75 million centre of excellence. You know, the work that we're doing within the community, the engagement that we've got with the local community is truly something special, something that I haven't seen too much before in sport. So, you know, whilst the results aren't there at the moment on the field, and I have no doubt they will come in time, off the field, we're, we're kicking goals and, and we're in a really, really strong position. Well, our esteemed CEO, I think, mentioned to me recently that despite the fact that we came 13th in 2021, our worst performance for, for some time, our membership as at today is much stronger than what it was last year. Yeah, yeah. We were, I just checked probably last week and we'll tick under 20,000. So, you know, that'll, that'll you'd think, get close to 25,000, hopefully. Yeah, well, that, that's a, that is phenomenal. Mm. And again, that is mm. a credit to those rusted on supporters, those members and fans who live and die and breathe West Tigers. Mm, we have a very, very passionate supporter base. It's really awesome. Absolutely. All right, more about you now. Tell us about your role at the West Tigers. Exactly what is it that you do? So as foundation manager, I'm tasked with generating revenue for the organisation, and that's through tax-deductible donations from individuals and business, as well as securing corporate support for our community programs and accessing government grants. I suppose with those funds is kind of the strategic allocation, how we spend those funds. That's largely across three key pillars. Community engagement, all the work we do within the community. Elite football, so assisting generate or or grow an elite performing football program that compete with the best in the competition for premiership success, Uh, as well as heritage. So how do we honour and recognise the past of this great club and our foundation clubs? Okay. All right. Well, let's go through those one by one. You mentioned, of course, the community program. Yep. Uh, that's very important. Yep. Uh, it occupies a lot of your time, I suspect. <laughs> a lot of my time. Okay. Right. Well, yep. you take us through that program. So when we look at community from a West Tigers perspective, I suppose we focus in on four key elements or, or reasons why. What is it as an organisation, what impact can we play within the local community? So social impact. As a brand, do we have authority to speak and to address the issue? Secondly, brand awareness. How can we tie ourselves with other charity partners or or issues to ensure that the West Tigers brand is out and about and being represented in the community in a positive light? Thirdly, financial stability. Through community programs, we provide additional access to funding. And as I mentioned before, the tax deductible donations, government grants, everything like that. Finally, personal and professional development, which for me is probably the most important one. We're not naive at the West Tigers to think that everyone is going to be a West Tiger for life, but how do we make sure that those individuals that come through our organisation leave the organisation better people? And I think this notion of service, you know, giving back to your community, you can really identify and resonate with the community, the issues that face the community, but also just gives you gratitude for what you've got, which is so important. And so with that, we have uh, four key areas of focus, youth development, inclusion and diversity, grassroots and Indigenous engagement. All right. Now, you said there's also an alignment with other charitable and community groups, yep. uh, such as? Uh, Kari Foundation yep. within the Indigenous space, uh, Beyond Blue, uh, Southwest Local Health District, uh, just to name a few. Okay. And well, not just a few, but very significant organisations yeah. as well. We yep. do a little bit of work with Kari as well at Bryden's Lawyers. They're a phenomenal organisation, particularly mm. in the Indigenous space. All right. Now, you mentioned tax-deductible donations. Of course, that's through the Australian Sports Foundation. Foundation, yep. Yep. And the monies are thereafter allocated to the club. Yes. Okay. Yep. For use in elite training programs, purchase of equipment and things of that nature. Yeah. Yep. Now, in that regard, it was established some time ago, a Foundation 13, mm-hmm. uh, which comprised 13 
foundation members. Yep. Have we sold the 13? We have. Excellent. Yep. Okay. And foundation member numeral one is someone that's very close to us, I think it might. Very. It, would that be me? <laughs> that is you, Lee. Yes, I, yes. Yes, no, I jumped on. <laughs> I jumped on. Well, it, it's just a, it's a phenomenal it, opportunity. Yep. to make a financial commitment in a personal sense, yep. uh, as opposed to sponsorship of Bryden's Lawyers. It is a commitment made by me personally. It's, mm. a, it's a donation in my name. It's in perpetuity. It's mm. forever. I will hold on to it. It is something that I can pass on to my, my children yep. moving forward. So it was an incredible idea, and it proved very popular, of course, and we've now sold uh, all 13. All 13, yep. And I see there was a public announcement as to the most recent one, and that was Mr. John Coates. John Coates, yeah. What a, what a great acquisition, f- phenomenal fellow. For, for the entire organisation. I sat down and spoke with him recently when, he, when he'd just come on board and to listen to his experience, his stories through the Olympics and how they managed to put on those games in the middle of a, a global pandemic. That, incredible, incredible. Yeah. And, this, and this is what makes the, the 13 so special. Yes, it's a, it's a personal um, contribution, which we are so grateful for, but it's actually the network of like-minded individuals that just want to see the club succeed both on the field and off the field um, and are very motivated and you know personally have, have helped me so much through the last 18 months of being at the club. Mm. And I think that's interesting from a the community perspective looking into the club and looking at these people who are making the very significant contributions as well because at the end of the day whether it's the Premier of New South Wales, Don Perrottet, or whether it's John Coates, they're just West Tiger supporters, yeah. like, like, yep. all, like all of us are, you know. And uh, some of us, you know, are, are privileged to be in a position where we can make a financial contribution. It's something I'm, I'm very humbled by, and you know, and I, know I acknowledge mm. the, the the privilege of, that comes with that. But I am no no more or no less than, than, than anyone else that turns up at Leichhardt or mm. Campbelltown and sits on the hill and watches the team. And with John Coates, I know that he grew up a mad Western Suburbs supporter yep. and yep. now mad West, West Tigers supporter. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a phenomenal story. Now, apart from Foundation 13, there are other levels of contribution available? There, yes, there are. Uh, we've got our Foundation Heroes as well. Uh, quite a few spaces there, which is just a one-off uh, contribution. 2022, as we move into the year 2022, as well as one-off donations as well. And as we look forward to moving into the new Centre of Excellence, there will be some additional opportunities to get involved. So we'll be communicating those across the website. All right. Now, in relation to the community program, which of course occupies a lot of your time, which yep. is very, very important, you're involved in devising these programs and implementing them? We are, yes, yes. So that's a pretty extensive process and I think it all starts with, as I mentioned at the top, identifying what the issue or the challenge is that that the local community are facing and how as a sports brand or rugby league team can we play within that space, can we make influence, can we drive positive change Uh, and again working with our charity partners to identify those key statistics, uh, whether it's Southwest local health districts, even identifying the cultural mix and then referring that back to the education syllabus so everything that we do run within schools is is tied back to what the students are learning at the time Um, and then we throw in I guess what we do best which is which is the rugby league component where you just learn those those life lessons of teamwork communication uh, resilience so all right well I'm very happy that you mentioned schools because one of the programs of which I am incredibly proud of so far as West Tigers is concerned is what we do in the schools mm. and when you look at the number of students that we're actually able to access through these school programs yeah. and the ambassadors that go out the players that go out just tell us a little bit more about the schools program uh, how that evolved and what it actually entails now definitely so we've got a number of different schools programs that we do run our most recent one our flagship program is unite harmony and that's focusing on building 
leaders within our community. We've also got our Varying Abilities Program, which is uh, targeted at youth living with a disability to promote physical activity and get involved with the game of rugby league. Our career seminars program, so for students that are at the back end of their high school education, uh, trying to shine a bit of light on opportunities that exist mainly within sport, but also outside of sport more broadly. And then Community Blitz, which is, which is our most important engagement that we run every year. 60 to 70 schools across two days, over 10,000 students. Time and time again, we hear the reason why someone became a West Tigers supporter was because that logo, they, they may not even remember the player that wore it, but that logo that came through their schoolyard and that's the reason why. Um, so we got that one coming up in February, which is occupying a fair bit of our time at the moment. All right, well, 60 to 70 schools, are they generally found within our geographic footprint? Do we focus from the inner west to the southwest? Yeah, all within our geographical footprint, yeah, we've got one of the, well, probably the largest within the NRL, so inner west and southwest, those 70 schools are within those areas and, and mainly focused here at the southwest as well. It's a, it's a growing area. We've got a really good relationship with a lot of the schools here, so we'll focus there and, and make sure that we still get out and about in the inner west as well. Well, 10,000 students, that's a lot of kids. It's a lot of kids. Okay. Now, who is the face of these programs? Programs. I know you engage the players as well as former players ambassadors, correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So use the players where we can. We're, again, not naive. Their prime focus is, is winning us an NRL premiership, so we try not to, to get in the way of that. But, yeah, definitely utilising our past player network as well. We've got an awesome team, um, a community engagement team, uh, led up by Kian Diamond, our community manager as well. So, so got, those guys are unbelievable in the work they do. You've mentioned heritage a number of times, and we'll explore that in a little bit more detail. I'm very big on history. Uh, I think that if you don't recognise and understand and appreciate your history, then you will struggle knowing where... Uh, you are going. The past is always a very good indicator of the future. West Tigers is blessed in having a very fertile history with two foundation clubs of course, Western Suburbs Magpies and the Balmain Tigers. Both foundation clubs going back to 1908. So there's 200 plus years of history in this club that we can draw upon. Explain to me more about the engagement through our Heritage Foundation, what it does and what its aims are. Definitely. So from a heritage perspective, visually, I suppose it's about how do we honour and recognise those that have made the contribution, particularly as we move into a new centre of excellence. So looking at establishing a museum, uh, even the wayfinding, the signage of the building, how do we pay tribute to those that make the contribution? And that is so important. It forms our identity every day as staff and players. As we walk through those walls, we need to, we need to pay credit to those that have provided us with the opportunity to walk through those doors. It, it will be something incredible for the organisation to get to that point. I, th I suppose second to that, it's also you know, how do we make sure that as players walk away from the game, how do we make sure that that transition from professional athlete to life after that is as smooth as possible? because we know that is challenging. That's about building connection, creating a community uh, of past players and getting them involved with the organisation. We know that uh, we, we put on a heritage round every year where we celebrate those individuals, but how do we take it away from, I guess, traditional catch-ups like that? You know, getting them involved uh, with, with training, coming down and watching the boys at a captain's run, putting on barbecues, you know, just really building that, that community of support and make sure that they just have that connection to West Tigers because um, they are, again, where we are today. It wouldn't be because of, of the work that they've put in. Uh, and I know that my uh, fellow board member, Mr Rick Wade, uh, is a walking encyclopedia 
on relevant uh, historical matters. It, I just need to ring him or send him an email and within moments there's a response, all the detailed information Rick, that you would ever want. He's incredible. The, the, the wealth of information that he has, just uh, oh, it's incredible. No, he is a very impressive fellow, particularly. And sometimes I'm, I'm curious as to whether or not he's got encyclopedias actually available to him in front of him or whether or not it's actually at the forefront of his mind. I suspect he knows a lot of it. In- he does, yeah. yeah. He, he just whips it out. It's, uh, it's great. I'm, I've been there a number of times when he's addressed um, large groups and he speaks of these historical matters and he, and he rattles off statistics and achievements and accomplishments on the part of various players. And it's, um, and it, it really is encapsulating. You sit there and you listen because he's, he's such a good public speaker, Rick, and he really does engage with the audience. Very much so. And he's actually on our uh, foundation committee as well. So to have his guidance and support, particularly within this heritage space, is so important. Well, we've mentioned community programs and the heritage space and the like, and and there's been an oblique reference to sponsorship as well, sponsors throughout the organisation. Yep. And I suppose there is an overlay there that you couldn't have a lot of these community programs and a lot of this work that you do without the benefit of having sponsors. So you would engage or work closely, would you, with the sponsorship team at the club? Definitely, yep. Yeah, very closely, just to making sure that we are delivering, I suppose. The difference there is a sponsor has contracted deliverables. So making sure that as a community department, we are meeting those deliverables, definitely. Do you find, though, that sponsors generally recognise not only is there an expectation to receive the deliverables, as we say, under the contract itself, but more than that, that in fact that by sponsoring they are actually becoming part of that, that community engagement, that, that there is a presence there? Definitely, and I think they feel it. Once they see it, they, they feel the social impact. They, they can sense the change that we're creating and it's, it's that attachment that's impossible then to walk away from that. Is there any one particular major sponsor, for example, that has gone far beyond <laughs> expectations in terms of their engagement? Definitely, Lee. I think uh, when, when it comes to a major sponsor, it, the, the fact that our values as organisations are so aligned is hugely important for, for what the work we do in the community. I think we both exist to win, right? We're competitive, um, you know, no one competes in the NRL not to win a premiership, but it's, it's, it's how we go about doing that. And I, I look at Brian's lawyers and the work you guys do, the, the wills, the family law compensation, you guys are there for when people need support. And, and I look at all your partnerships um, across sports, you know, both professional and a grassroots level, it, it's clearly something that you guys have identified as important, that community presence. And I, and I do want to flip it a little bit, Lee. I, I just want to ask you this one, which I have put to you in the past. Why is sport in, important, both from a personal perspective, but also from a business perspective? Uh, well, it's a question I've been asked a number of times because we make an incredible investment in sport each and every year. I mean, I could rattle off the names of the organisations that we're engaged with, at, you know, West Tigers, the New South Wales, State of Origin team, of course. Uh, we sponsor South, sponsor Newcastle, Mounties, Wenties, grassroots teams such as Milpera Colts, Kemp's Creek Tigers, New South Wales Police Rugby League, uh, the Bankstown Giants, the Sydney Uni Flames, the Women's Basketball, the Sydney Kings, etc., etc. And I think the reason is twofold. One, in any investment that I make on behalf of the firm, there, there is a, an obvious commercial element to it, right? It's, a, it's an opportunity for us to brand the firm, to market the firm, to get the firm's name out there. But I've never made an investment on behalf of this firm, Nathan, at any time, unless there is also some personal reward as well. I love sport, love being engaged. And so the idea that I can be involved 
to some level in the inner sanctum through sponsorship gives me a bird's eye view of sports that I would otherwise never have had available to me. I'm great friends with people now that I grew up worshipping. The Blockers, the Wayne Pierces, the Ciro's and the like. People, you know, that you know, you, you, you grew up watching. You know, I caught up with Brad Fittler the other night or Timmy Manor and Brett Finch and others. It's just it's an incredible opportunity that presents itself. And not only is it an opportunity for me, but it's an opportunity as well for my, my kids, uh, my three girls who, who love sport as well, but the opportunity for them to be engaged in that, in that regard but also an opportunity for my staff. I get an incredible level of personal satisfaction out of it. However, from the commercial perspective, it works well because our demographic, our clientele, are people that go and watch rugby league or sport week in, week out. Mums and dads who sit on the hill and cheer on their kids or man or woman, the canteens, the volunteers, those the coaches and the like. They are those ordinary Australians that we act for in their time of need. So there's a great synergy between this firm. We are based in Liverpool and have been since the early 1970s when Ian, Ian Edward Bryden came out. The majority of my staff live in the southwest of Sydney. I was born in the southwest of Sydney. So there is, a, there is an incredible affiliation. It was just that the timing and the growth of the southwest and Bryden's lawyers aligned itself. We attached ourselves to sport as well. And so it all just came together. Mm. So, so on a number of levels, it's proven to be incredibly successful for us. And it's, it is something of which I am very proud. Mm. I must admit, if, if I wander down to Westfields in Liverpool and walk into uh, Rebel and see my firm's name on the front of the West Tigers jumper and, then, and the State of Origin jumper, it's, it's special. You know, it is very special, yeah. very, very special. So, so it's something I'm very proud of. But if I take off my Bryden's Lawyer's uh, principal's hat for the moment to put on my West Tigers chairman's hat. I know that the firm of Brighton Lloyds is the, the major sponsor, but I have spent a lot of time with all the sponsors uh, of the West Tigers, and they are as, as incredibly passionate and as dedicated as I am to the cause. It doesn't matter on the level of investment they make in the club. Mm. It's what they bring to the club so far as their passion and commitment, that I think, that resonates with the club. And that's, that's why it's been a credit to you and the other in the sponsorship team for the work that you've done in bringing t- together such an eclectic, diverse group of sponsors, mm. but unified by their passion for the club. Yeah. Yep. So, so, look, we could speak about this sort we of could, thing all day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as I say, you combine sport, your passion for sport with the passion for the work that you do, and you, it's a tick tick, yeah. isn't it? I mean, yeah. you, you don't work. You're very lucky. Yeah. You're very, yep. very lucky. Yep. And I think we're both in a similar, in a similar sense. All right, so enough about Bryden's lawyers, more about you now. So I've spoken about the personal reward, the satisfaction I get from doing what I do. Is it the same for you? I mean, have you found your niche? Have you found your, your role now in life? I have. Excellent. 100%. Yeah. Okay. And, and just upon reflecting on that, it, it took me a while to work out what I wanted to do until I found this position. And I was attracted to it initially by the people that I'd be interacting with, the the chase, you know, driving those funds for the club. But it's really this community side the notion of service that has really captured me and i and i love it um, and i just lightly mentioned it before i think when you love what you do and you're passionate about what you do you don't you don't work you know i was so excited to turn up here today to have this conversation after this i'm going to campbelltown hospital and liverpool hospital to deliver toys to sick kids like that's not work that's that's mm. enjoyable that's incredible and i'm so grateful and lucky to be in this position it's a credit to you and to the organization that you're engaged Mm, in such programs now a club however is an inanimate thing it's a building some Mm. training fields and you know a gymnasium and the like 
But a club is really made up of the people in the club. Now, you get to work with some incredible people. I'm not going to say anything about Justin, of course. I think he says enough <laughs> about that and how, what a leader he is of yep. the organisation and whatnot, and something we can deal with another time. But the team that you work with inside the office and then access to the football department as well, how does that all work? How do you find all that? Is, 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 it, is it one team? Is it one organisation? Very much so. Uh, sports typically operate pretty lean. And with that, you're tasked with doing a lot of different uh, roles. Um, and so you need to work collaboratively together to get that done. And through that, you build really, really strong connections because everyone is, is working hard to that common goal. You know, we work 16-hour days on a game day, uh, but it's all worth it, you know, because we, we're shared in that, we're united. And so I've made some lifelong friends through both stints at the club. Would you include Scandalous in that? or? Yeah, sure. Even on the if golf course? If, if he, on the, if on he the takes me out yeah, for a few rounds exactly, every now and again. Exactly. Yeah. Now, you could be a foundation and or community manager in many different organisations, but is it the attraction of this role and sport that has made it so special to you? It, were, were you a person that was drawn to sport? Always grew up loving sport. I wanted to play professional sport. That was that was the dream. Um, so it's it's definitely a natural fit. I th- there's just something special about the West Tigers brand, though. Uh, we've spoken about this time and time again. We have the most passionate supporter base. Win, lose, or draw. Um, you know they always rock up. They're in the rain at Campbelltown or Leichhardt Oval. Uh, they are so passionate, and and that is truly something special. And I feel that. I feel that every time I get to wear the logo um it, it truly is uh, yeah. a pretty pretty special place no i i, I agree with you i mean uh, these players are rock stars mm. and that's how they're regarded and the fact that we have such unlimited unfettered access to them as well just still gives me an incredible buzz to venture down and stand on the sideline and watch the boys train for example and yeah. see them th- doing superhuman things things that you could never possibly imagine yeah yeah and credit to yourself and, and the board i suppose in the decisions that have been made particularly around the center of excellence to make sure that we are connected physically you know the admin offices is there the training facility and we have that that flow or that passing just a, a quick hey how's it going that kind of connection with football and admin is so important again to sell to sell the brand well, see, unfortunately, you have referenced the Centre of Excellence, so we have to mention Pasco again and his engagement in that in of that course. space yep. and the work that he did there in securing the necessary funding. Definitely. All right, well, look, this has been an incredible joy for me, Nathan. We've known each other for a little while now, but it's an opportunity for us to sit down and get to know each other a bit better with the tens of thousands and thousands of listeners who will yes, hear this, ho- this, lo- this podcast. <laughs> Lots of so, pressure. <laughs> absolutely. So, look, thank you very much for joining with us today. That's awesome. Thanks for having me, Liam. No, keep in touch, and we look forward to spending a lot of time with you as we approach season 2022. Will do. Thanks, Liam. All right. And thank you all for listening to today's podcast. It's been a, a lot of fun for me, getting to know Nathan a little bit better. And if there are any particular subject matters that you would like us to address, please do not hesitate to email us at lawpod at brydens.com.au. And don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Again, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.